What the fuck is up, you backroom bitches? It's your boy Tyreek, and welcome back to another episode of The Backroom. It is Wednesday, April 13th. Yo, we're halfway there. We're living on a prayer. I hope everybody's having a fucking fantastic week so far. Um, Again, I want to apologize for another sabbatical. Um, Just busy with work, tired, you know, feeling really lazy. But you know what? To compensate... I am going to put out three episodes in the next 24 hours. So uh, I'm going to put out two today. They're going to be recorded live. Um, And then the third I will record for tomorrow, which will be pre-recorded. It'll go out tomorrow morning. So everybody's happy and everybody can leave me the fuck alone. Um, As always, shout out to my guy, fucking Parker, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, Parker's just like my dude. He's honestly, no, seriously, he's been like my biggest fan ever since he started working at my job. Um, he's just, he just gets it, you know? And I, the thing I love about Parker is that he's like, he can be not serious, but at the same time, he could be very serious and, you know, no bullshit. He doesn't bullshit people. And, and I don't know, sometimes, like, you really fucking appreciate it, you know? Parker is just somebody, like, I think I could have in my life for a long time, just as, like, a friend, you know, to talk to. Um, and I don't, I, don't, I don't like, you know, attaching myself to people like that. But to tell you the truth, Parker, no matter where he lives on this planet, I will always be his friend. Simple fact. Anyways, enough with all that fucking hoo-hoo bullshit. Today I have an interesting episode, or at least the first episode of today, I have an interesting episode. Something that I I don't think I've ever talked about. Not really a topic, but the idea. Um, I've never talked about a conspiracy theory. Um, So today we're going to be talking about a very important, or not important, well kind of, kind of, a very important conspiracy theory something that i've actually gotten behind i'll be honest with you um and i don't i don't really believe in conspiracy theories too much certain ones yeah um like jfk was killed by the mafia and the government you know um 9-11 i don't believe that was an inside job america's kind of too stupid to do all that they can't even fucking take care of themselves they can't figure themselves out so honestly but this one this one I definitely can get behind. Um, so the question is, did the Titanic really sink or was it the Olympic? Um, now, I'm going to read this article from the point of view of the writer. So I apologize if I'm referring to myself writing this article. I did not write this article. I'm not that smart. Um, although I was really good at writing essays. I, I, if I have to suck my dick about something... Writing essays was my uh, strong point in school. Um, But anyways, over the years, people have spoken about Titanic and have learned how it sunk on that dreadful night in April 1912. However, some people are led to believe that it was in fact its sister ship, the Olympic, that really sunk as part part of an insurance scam. Now, there is a picture here that I will post alongside my Instagram photo yeah my my instagram photo my instagram posts you know 
for every episode I post on my Instagram. Not my personal Instagram. The podcast's Instagram. Um, there is a photo of both ships side by side at dock. They look exactly alike. Honestly, couldn't tell them apart. Um, anyways, within this article, I will be talking about the exact night and all the events that led to this theory. In the end, I hope... You will make your own decision as to which ship really lies in the North Atlantic Ocean at the depth of around 100, sorry, 100, 12,500 feet deep. The reason behind the sinking of the ship is, sorry, the reason behind people thinking the ship is really not the Titanic takes us back to September 20th, 1911, when the Olympic collided with the HMS Hawk just off the coast of the Isle of Wight. This incident caused many problems for the ship's owners, White Star Line, as this meant that it would be that it would have to be taken out of service while they repaired it. But this also meant that the maiden voyage of the Titanic had to be pushed back from March 20th to April 10th. This, sorry. Um, I just got a fucking, like, notification on my iPad, and I just, like, I don't know, it had, like, an emoji, and I got really distracted, you know, perks of ADD. Um, this, at the time, was something that the White Star Line could not afford to do, as they had legal bills to pay, and the cost of repairing the Olympic as well. This meant that they had to come up with a way to claim back not only the money that they would have missed out on due to the Olympic not being in service, but also the money that they had to claim back for the incident. Sorry, they could not claim back for the incident, so they came up with a plan. The plan was simple. Switch Olympic with her sister ship Titanic and sink it to claim compensation. No one would ever know that they swapped the ships, except for the people in charge, J. Bruce Ismay, Lord Pierre. Uh, Thomas Andrews and J.P. Morgan. Yes, that J.P. Morgan. As if you looked at the ships when they were sitting side by side each other, they would not, you, excuse me, you would not know which one was which unless you looked at the nameplates on both ships. Like I mentioned before, they look exactly alike. As soon as the plane was set in motion, they went about changing the Olympic to look exactly like its sister ship, by covering the floors with carpets, as the Olympic had tile flooring. And the passengers and crew who had been on the Olympic, then Titanic, would have been able to see the footprint steps by previous passengers, which is very smart. If they didn't do this, people would have wondered why this brand new ship that no one had been on was covered in footprints and stains from spilled drinks. Other parts of the ship's Sorry, other parts of the ship would have been changed as well. For example, taking out cabins on B-deck from the actual Titanic and replacing them with the Olympics promenade to make the switch that all make the switch all the more believable. There is one thing that allows people to tell the difference between the two ships are the portholes on the C-deck. Um, the RMS Olympic has thin windows, unevenly spaced. The RMS Titanic has large windows, evenly spaced. When the Titanic was pictured while being built, it had 14 evenly spaced portholes, but when it, it left Southampton on the doomed maiden voyage on April 10th, 1912, it had 16 unevenly spaced portholes. 
Interesting. This is not the only piece of evidence that can be gathered to help back up this theory. There are also people who had built the Titanic back at the shipyard Harlan and Wolf in Belfast that over the years had come out and said that the two ships were in fact swapped and if they told anyone White Star Line told them that they would basically be the la- it would basically be the last job that they ever had. So obviously they would ha- they have been kept quiet but they didn't Sorry. So obviously they would have kept quiet, but they didn't because the families of the people who built the ship know about the scam. Um, Patty Fenton, who, excuse me, Patty Fenton, is someone who had told his fellow seamen, <laughs> seamen, that they were in fact switched. A man in Australia sent a letter to the Northern Star newspaper on July 31st, 1996, which talked about a conversation his son had with Patty. Here's the exact letter. When the surviving crew got to port, they were all taken aside and met by two men, one in a high position in the company, and the other was a very high was in a very high position in the government. The government man read the crew the official secret act explaining that if they told the real reason for the sinking or the rumors of an insurance scam they were to they would serve a ma- a minimum of 20 years in jail and would never get a job when they got out interesting there was also something else that could help the help to back up this theory and that comes from the form of the owner, J.P. Morgan, and 50 other first-class passengers. J.P. Morgan was amongst many people who canceled his trip at the last minute as he was of ill health. When it actually, sorry, when in actual fact, he had been spotted in France two days later and appeared to be perfectly, perfectly well. J. Bruce Ismay's wife, Julia, and their children also canceled due to his wife's ill health before, however, they were spotted on a motoring holiday in Wales. Interesting. J.P. Morgan also had seven valuable bronze statues removed one hour before the shift left Southampton. This situation led many to believe that they both knew what was what was about to happen with the ship on its maiden voyage, especially after J.P. Morgan had publicly spoke out to the country and and certify that he would he would definitely be aboard the ship. Was the real reason behind the, this lie of J.P. Morgan due to the fact that he knew the ship was going to sink? Question. Very, very good question. Among, excuse me, another thing... That would confuse people is the fact that the ship named SS Californian was able to find coal when the country was in the middle of a coal strike, and that there was in fact, and then there was the fact that when it had left London, there was no passengers aboard. Instead, there was a small cargo of blankets and warm clothes. Um. Instead, there was, was, it says there was, was. Whoever wrote this actually kind of fucking sucks. I'm not going to lie. Their English isn't proper. And I, they honestly, they might 
even be like British or something, but they so many typos. Um, damn, I lost my spot. Inst- instead, there was a small cargo of blankets and warm clothes. This, perhaps, for the passengers and crew of, from the Titanic. For some reason, Captain Lord did not waste any time in getting out of the port and onto the North Atlantic and into the North Atlantic. Uh, and the fact he didn't sell any tickets for the voyage to Boston when there would have been hundreds of people wanting to cross the Atlantic makes it makes it seem more than likely that there had been a plan put in place to claim compensation for the ship. With Captain Lord being in a rush to get into the North Atlantic Ocean, he had left the wireless chart in which he needed behind. Of course, the SS Californian was the was one of only six ships that would have been in a 140-mile radius of Titanic. Something else that was unusual is that when the supposed Olympic was taken out of service in 1935, parts of the wood paneling and other parts, included the aft first-class staircase, was taken and used in the White Star, me, White Swan Hotel, Alnwick, UK. The paneling used shows. Excuse me. The paneling used shows numbers on the frame that says 401. This was the number that was given to the Titanic when it was being built in Belfast, Ireland. However, if the paneling had been from the Olympic, the number would have been 400, not 401. Does this prove that the two ships were actually switched, or is it just perhaps a strange coincidence that both of these numbers appear on the frame of wood paneling belonging to the Olympic, or was this done on purpose to help with the cover-up of the switch? Another thing is when you look at the Titan... Sorry. Another thing is when you look at... Again, person just doesn't know how to type. Another thing is when you look at anything to do with advertising for the Titanic and the White Star Line for that matter. The ship that was always used was the Olympic and its interior every time they needed a picture. This would be very odd considering that the fact people were sorry. This would be this would seem very odd considering the fact that people were paying for the Titanic's maiden voyage and not the Olympic's maiden voyage. Was this done deliberately to help uh, to help the switch? And then there's evidence, photo of the wreckage. The wreck claimed to be the RMS Titanic. Same photo enhanced. Black and white. Yeah, the windows are different. Windows are different, baby. Windows are different. Um, our... RMS Olympic, renamed RMS Titanic, sails to her doom, actual Titanic being built. The letter T in Titanic is almost underneath the third porthole. The letter T is halfway between two portholes. And there's 14 portholes on the side, there's 16 portholes on the side on this one. Interesting. Um, Now you have the fact... 
All right, so that's the kind of that's just that's really the end of the fucking article. I kind of butchered the fucking article because I just you know I'm horrible at reading. Um, but I don't know. I I kind of think that the Titanic didn't really sink. Um, it was definitely the Olympic, um, and it just makes sense. I mean, an unsinkable ship sinks. I mean, I know they've they've done the, you know. The, the, the science on how the Titanic sank. Um, but I, I, I genuinely believe that the Titanic was sold for scrap metal in 1935. Um, and, and the ship that's at the bottom of the ocean right now is the Olympic. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like one of those things that you like really have to think about. Um, I mean, sorry, the, uh, the, 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 the windows, the windows of the wreckage of the Titanic in quotations, um, are unevenly spaced and they're very thin. But the Titanic, when it was being built, has evenly spaced windows. They're not that thin. I don't know, you know. It, it, but but it's like one of those things like, will we ever know? Like nobody, nobody here can tell you. Nobody, nobody alive can tell us the truth, you know. They obviously took the secrets to the grave, um, except for, you know, Patty. They called him Patty the Pig because he was a fucking, he, he snitched, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Tell me what you think. Did the Titanic really sink or was it, uh, was it the Olympic, you know? Uh, this was a very short episode for today, um, and I apologize, but uh, like I said, there will be two episodes today, so lovely. Um, as always, you know, stay healthy, stay safe, stay hydrated, stay fed. You better not skip a meal. Um, only races skip meals. Um, and if you're going to skip a meal, hey, you might as well get the white sheets and start burning crosses on people's lawns. So, yeah. Or or you could just, you know, eat a meal and avoid all that. Um, you know, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode, which will come in about, I don't know, three hours, give or take. Um, the thing about it is, like, when I record these episodes, like, I, I straight up, like, have to record these episodes, like two, three times, not like, you know, just recording them, recording them, but kind of like, it's okay, mom, kind of like, you know, like I, I would record the intro two or three times because I feel like I said something fucking stupid, you know? Um, and that's, that's basically what happens. Um, just my fucking luck. Um, but you know what, now we're here, we're living, we're having a good time, 
we made it through the episode. 20 minutes, a 20-minute episode. Beautiful. The next episode's probably going to be an hour because, you know, I struggle reading sometimes. Um, and if people who actually listen to, listen to the full episode are great. I fucking love you for that. Um, I appreciate that. So, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Um, you know what it is. Bye.